This morning's gospel lesson comes to us from Luke chapter 8, verses 4 through 8 and 11 through 15. Hear now the word of the Lord. When a large crowd from several towns had gathered around Jesus, he told them this story. A farmer went out to scatter seed in a field. While the farmer was doing it, some of the seeds fell along the road and were stepped on or eaten by birds. Other seeds fell on rocky ground and started growing, but the plants did not have enough water and soon dried up. Some other seeds fell where thorn bushes grew up and choked the plants. The rest of the seeds fell on good ground where it grew and produced a hundred times as many seeds. When Jesus had finished speaking, he said, If you have ears, pay attention. This is what the story means. The seed is God's message. And the seeds that fell along the road are the people who heard the message. But the devil comes and snatches the message out of their hearts so that they will not believe and be saved. The seeds that fell on rocky ground are the people who gladly hear the message and accept it. But they don't have deep roots. And they believe only for a little while. As soon as life gets hard, they give up. The seeds that fell among the thorn brushes are also people who hear the message. But they are so eager for riches and pleasures that they never produce anything. These seeds that fell on good ground are the people who listen to the message and keep it in a good and honest heart. They last and produce a harvest. The word of the Lord. Today I'm going to speak to you about listening. Let me first talk about people who have listened. Noah. God spoke to Noah and told him to build an ark. God said, I will make it rain for 40 days and nights. What faith Noah must have had to listen and do as God had commanded him to do. Because I don't know if a lot of you realize this or not, but before God made it rain 40 days and 40 nights, it had never rained before. Never. Can you imagine the ridicule that Noah and his family had to go through building a giant ark that is supposed to float away? in an area where it has never rained since the beginning of time. That takes a lot of faith to listen. But Noah listened. Abram listened. God spoke to Abram, told him to forsake his homeland and follow God's will. God told him that he, Abram, would become the father of nations. Abram was an old man and married to an old woman, well beyond childbearing age. Yet Abram listened, and God made Abram's descendants as plentiful as the stars in the sky and as numerous as the pebbles of sand on the beach. Because Abram listened, he became Abraham, the father of nations. Another example is Moses. Moses listened. 
God told Moses to go to Egypt and free his people from slavery at the hands of the Pharaoh. Now Moses knew returning to Egypt, he would in all likelihood be forced to stand trial for murder. Also, Moses would have to stand up to Pharaoh and demand that he release God's people from their bonds of slavery. Yet Moses did as he was told. This is just a small sampling of people throughout history that have listened to what God said. The question is, what do we listen to? Now, I don't know about you, but it seems all too often to me that all I hear are things of this world. Today's man or woman has so little time to listen to anything. Savvy marketers and savvy gurus of marketing realize this. And so they've picked up on that fact and they've engineered their messages into short catchphrases. And these catchphrases hold our attention and our memory. They garner our attention through these marketing ploys that all too often work too well. Let me try just a few catchphrases on you. See if you recognize any of them. If you recognize it, go ahead and speak up. You can say what it is. Hi-ho, silver, away. Lone Ranger. Okay. Bang, zoom, straight to the moon, Alice. You've got to be an older guy to remember that one. The Honeymooners? Okay. How about, I'll be back. Arnold Schwarzenegger. How about, life is a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Forrest Gump. Stupid is as stupid does. That's one of my favorites. Forrest Gump again. Now, the last one, I don't want you to say who it is because I want to wait till after I tell you a little bit about this person before we do. The last phrase we're going to go over is, here's your sign. Now, before we identify him, let me tell you one of my favorite stories that this person tells on himself. He comes out of a shopping mall and sees a fellow in the parking lot with a coat hanger stuck in the driver's side window of a brand new Cadillac trying to get the car unlocked. Before thinking, he says to the man, lock your keys up in the car. The man turns to him, recognizes him and says, nope, just washed it, getting ready to hang it up to dry. <laughs> now, of course, you've probably guessed that this person is none other than Bill Ingvall. So you see, it's not all about listening. It's also about what we listen for and who we listen to. Let me take you back to the last part of today's scripture. In chapter 8, verse 12, the King James Version says it kind of like this. Let anyone with ears to hear listen. Now, when I read this, I began to wonder, do we have ears to hear? And do we really listen? Since I can only speak for myself, let me tell you about some of my personal experiences with not listening. 
Now, in today's scripture, Jesus tells us about the seeds that fell on the path. These seeds were trampled and the birds of the air ate them up. Jesus later tells his disciples that the seed is God's word and that the seed that fell on the path are examples of those who have heard, but the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts. When I read that, it reminded me of some of the things that happened to me when I was in my teens. During my teen years, I was one of the smartest persons I knew. <laughs> I was a genius. Now, if some of you in the congregation might not believe that, I can prove it. For example, I was a pretty good football player in high school and received a full scholarship to Emory and Henry College. I played there my freshman year and was pretty good. I got quite a bit of playing time, and in my mind, I was on my way to playing in the NFL, my dream. However, the coaches and the professors at Emory and Henry were just not as smart as I was. They kept telling me, Dave, you need to attend class. Dave, you need to make better grades. Dave, you need to stop playing cards and drinking all night. Dave, you need to stop hanging around with that bunch of buddies you have and start hanging around with people that will be a better influence on your behavior. Then my football coach broke the last straw when he said, Smith, you need to get a haircut. Now, many of you don't know, but back in 1973, I had hair down on my shoulders, okay? Well, as I told you earlier, being the genius that I was, I did not listen to them. I quit school. I continued to hang around out with my buddies to all hours of the night. And just to prove to everyone how smart I was, I joined the Navy. After all, nobody was going to tell me what to do, and especially not tell me to cut my hair. Reminds you of seeds and paths and birds. Oh, by the way, just, just for your benefit, the Navy did tell me to get a haircut, and they did tell me what to do. Now, Jesus went on to talk about the seeds that fell on the rock. And as it grew, it withered from lack of moisture. The seed that fell on the rock were those who, when they heard the word, received it with joy. But these have no root. They believe for a while and in a time of testing fall away. This got to me to thinking about my life after I got out of the Navy. I got married, started going to church, and had a son. Not long after the birth of my son, things started going south. I got a divorce, quit going to church, and I started thinking, I will depend on no one. I am the only one that can make any difference in my life. You want to know the sad part? I started believing those things. I was sad. I was alone. I was without God. This really brings home the part of Luke about in the time of testing, 
they will fall away. Now Jesus continues his story about seeds and he tells us about seeds that fell among the thorns. The thorns grew with it and choked it. And Jesus explained that these are the ones who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. Let us continue with the not listening side of my life. I started making good money, driving nice cars, and continuing to not listen to God. I was making my own destiny and doing a pretty good job of it the way I saw it. I was better off financially than any other time in my life. It was all about what I had done. Look what I have accomplished. Look at me. I have done all this by myself and nobody can claim that they had anything to do with my success. Looking back now, it's so easy to see, I just did not get it. All my attention was misplaced. I was heading down the wrong path and could not see the sign. Remember the part of today's scripture about fruit that does not mature? I certainly do. I was doing absolutely nothing for God, and I was miserable. Now Jesus tells us of the seeds that fell on good soil. When it grew, it produced a hundredfold. Jesus explained to the disciples that the good soil were those who, when they heard the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patient endurance. This also brings some of my past to mind. At some point, I began to listen. I met Alda, my beautiful wife. I started going to church again, and a funny thing started to happen. I began to realize that all the theories I had formulated over the years about being self-sufficient, being independent, being a genius, being financially stable, all these beliefs were beginning to develop cracks and seams and sometimes huge gaping holes you could drive a truck through. I slowly began to change, and that change was definitely for the better. As an example of some of these changes I've experienced through the years, I have changed so much that my wife will sometimes look at me and go, Who are you? <laughs> I've been married to you over 25 years, and I would never have expected that to come out of your mouth. <laughs> now, just so there's no misunderstanding here, that is a good thing. Okay? <laughs> Jesus spoke to us today through the scripture about four different kinds of soul. I'm here this morning to tell you that we are not always just one kind of soul. Depending on where our hearts are and what our ears hear, God can change the kind of soul we are. God can take the beaten path, 
the rock, the thorns, and turn it into good soil. That is why we should never pass up an opportunity to spread seeds. Our duty as a Christian is to spread seeds. God will take care of the soil in which the seeds fall. I've learned over 50 plus years that we live, we grow, we learn, we change, or we don't live at all. God made each and every one of us. He made each of us different, but he made all of us for him to love. God deals differently with each one of us. Some he guides gently, some he pushes, and some, like me, he has to use a tubifor across the head to get their attention. But rest assured, he will get your attention. Me personally, I've learned to listen more. Tom and Shane have been bringing the message for the last couple of months about God speaking in a small, quiet voice. If we allow the chaos and clutter of everyday life to drown out that small, quiet voice, we may miss many of the blessings that God has in store for us. In grade school, my teachers told me, you have two ears and only one mouth. Listen twice as much as you talk. Remember the title of today's sermon? Let anyone with ears to hear listen. I urge everyone here today to use their ears to hear God's word. And just as importantly, listen. You may be amazed at the changes it will make in your life. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.